0: Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lacey Affinley.
1: Happy Monday.
0: How is everything?
1: Oh, fine. It's cold. I'm mm-hmm. grumpy. <laughs> We've had snow since Halloween.
0: Boo. Boo for yeah, snow. Yeah,
1: which has also made, you know, nice layers of ice everywhere, which means I'm just waddling everywhere I go outside so I don't fall and bust my butt Mm. and other
0: things (laughs) we had a dust like i
1: needed excuses to not leave the house anymore you know what i mean i'm already a homebody right (laughs) like we need this too
0: we had a little bit of snow but nothing major it was just like hey there's Mm. here's snow and we're like no no take it somewhere else we don't want that because snow around here or something yeah snow around here doesn't mesh well with the uh the people people panic oh And, you know, they go and raid the stores and everything like, we're going to be snowed in. It's bread and milk, bread and milk. (laughs) So it's fine. Uh, I
1: don't know. We're used to it, but I still feel like the first snowfall everyone does turn into a moron for like the first couple of days. Like, how did we drive in this last year? Mm -hmm. And let's just be stupid about it. You're always, the people who are going way too slow, and then the one who is way too confident that they're not going to run into black ice and just zip around through everything, so.
0: Mm -hmm. (sighs) I will say the last time we had a really bad snow, like that was... Detrimental for me was mm-hmm. I wanna say, and i'm I'm guessing here, I think it was 2014, and I oh, actually wow. got snowed in my house, like I couldn't even go to work. so oh, wow, and what was funny about it is I had like the week after this was in February, I believe, mm-hmm. I had scheduled a week off for my anniversary. Toward the end of February and then the snow happened the week before. So I essentially had two weeks off because I couldn't get out. And then the week after I was like, Well, sounds good.
1: It did, but that was like Unless you don't get paid for you know being off work, which is
0: I mean I just I had to use more of my vacation time, so I was just like, I didn't want to use all this, but I guess two weeks was fine. But I don't think I'd ever dealt with that before because by Friday of that week It was like, we've got to get out of here. We've got to go get food because we're running out. So (laughs) we've got to to figure out a way to get there. And luckily, we had someone who had a vehicle that was better suited for Mm -hmm. the roads. And granted, the roads were still terrible where we lived because we weren't on a main road. The main roads were better. I won't say they were Mm -hmm. perfect, but they were better to get on. But the side roads... The trucks aren't coming up there to salt that. They don't care. No, they They don't hear, either, really. So, I mean, every
1: once in a while, I'll see like a, a... I would imagine like a lot of the people around here, they, they have that as a side job. So you'll see a lot of those trucks that has like the plow just installed on the front of it. just like a regular mm. Dodge Ram or something like that. And so you'll see those going down the side streets every once in a while. They, they, they like the snow cause they make pretty good money when they have to go out mm. and do all that. But the main roads, at least I can say around here, we're so used to it. They're pretty ahead of it. They'll be salting the roads and stuff at the hint of snow and all this kind of stuff to try to keep everything moving. So mm. at least the roads aren't bad. But if we get a lot of snow, there's just no getting in and out of a parking space on the side streets or anything. You're just you're just in there.
0: Yeah, it, it was no fun. So,
1: Mm-mm.
0: But at least i made the most of it
1: we used to have seasons i don't know yeah Uh, but straight to winter we skipped fall yeah
0: and falls always been one of my favorite times you know just something about it is nice when you have those crisp cold evenings there it's not too cold it's not too warm it's just nice and comfortable and you don't really get to enjoy them it's like you get a week and that's it
1: Uh, maybe i think that's what we had and then it got to 10 degrees it's like oh good Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> I'm ready for this. Uh, so? Oh, well. So, outside of that. What have you been playing? <laughs> what have I played this week? I uh, I feel like I was very light on the gaming this week. I think I just pretty much did a couple of, like, Beat Saber maps. Um, didn't really practice anything too terribly different, but trying to get better at the few that I Can kind of get through, but I'd like them to look a little bit nicer, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Let's see. I feel like on Saturday I played something really cool and I can't remember. You'll have to excuse me. I got off work pretty late <laughs> too so I can feel like my brain is still trying to catch up with the fact that I've been awake an hour. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I feel like that was it because even yesterday during stream, I didn't feel like playing a game. So we just talked for four hours. <laughs> I just deemed it a chatting day. <laughs> it like, nothing wrong with that. I can't find anything I want to do. So let's just do this today and it ended up working out. People stuck around, so I guess they'd like hearing me ramble about dumb stuff. That's fine. Or they're nice enough to not tell me otherwise and just play <laughs> along with the ruse. <laughs> yeah. uh, what she didn't know is she was muted the whole time. Yep, yep, yep. Just
0: sitting there watching going,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 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 But today I'm gonna try Mr. Hackjack Robot Detective. So we'll see how that how that is. It oh, looks man. cute. That sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think uh, a friend of mine uh, gifted me the key and I had forgotten about it for a while. Again, that happens when you have like eleven hundred games in your in your library and you're not sure which one's yours or not. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I did um try O Shape again. Which is that, uh, like, hole in a wall. If you remember that, I think it was a Japanese game show. I think we had an American version for a little bit with Chris Hardwick. Mm-hmm. Uh, where the people, like, a wall is coming at you and you have to make the shape with your body of that, of the shape in the wall so it can go over you. Interesting. No? Okay. No. Okay. Well, go look it up because it, it, okay. it was a funny show for a little bit anyway. Um, but, yeah, so there's a VR version of that. Um, and exactly how it sounds. So you're standing there and then like a shape will come through with like your hands like this or something. I know nobody mm. at home can see this, but for Steven, yeah. <laughs> and, and so then the wall will go through. Um, so there, there's an update coming that I'm, I'm ready to give a try to, because I have a small space and this game is not really suited for small spaces. Mm. So it, it'll get to the point where you legit have to move like left or Right. Because the shape on the wall will move far left or far right. So it's a lot of movement. So it's a fantastic game. It's a lot of fun. But I just don't have the ability to really try any of the harder levels. Mm -hmm. So when you're just playing it on normal, they tend to stay right in the center. And that's fine. But the instant you go up one level, it's so much different. So much harder. So I can't only imagine what it will get to once I get to like the third level. If I can get that far. So there's Mm -hmm. supposedly an update coming for small room mode. Um, the only other complaint I have is that it doesn't scan you. Okay. So it's like just kind of set to your sensors. And the only reason why that ends up being a problem is if I'm fitting through the shape, it'll still sometimes recognize it as wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because my arms are too long for the shape going through. So it's like going through the wall, the controllers, or it thinks it is. Yeah, Um, You do have a little bit of a shadow that you see that you cast on the wall, which is probably like your hint system to see whether you have your hands or your body in the right spot. Um, But I was failing a lot of songs and had no idea how I was failing it. And thankfully enough, I was streaming it at the time. So a lot of people were like, it it looks like just your arms are too long. So it's like (laughs) I'm trying to contort my arms in weird ways. So I'm hoping they also add a mode to where it'll at least like scan your height, scan you and uh, adjust accordingly because it's kind of frustrating to be. Failing songs when it's something I can't control. I can't make myself a smaller human or shorter arms or anything right. like that. So um, so I'm just patiently waiting for the next update. And then uh, hopefully I'll have more to report about that being a really good time. So all right. we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. And I uh, also tried Autica. So it was a VR week. Yeah. It's the one where you shoot the targets and stuff to the rhythm of music. And I'm really bad at it.
0: Hmm. Okay. I've not heard. Now of that you one. have to
1: pay attention to like peripheral and all this kind of stuff because like the targets will be coming from above or below. And some of them you have to link together, some of them you have to <clears> turn <throat> the gun a certain way, you know, to make it hit. So that's something I'm gonna have to practice a little bit more, because Beat Saber it's all coming down one one rat lane, man. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> Anika, it's coming from everywhere. So I'm not I'm not really good with it yet. Sure. Um I think it's been out like a year though. Hmm. I just don't think I ever really tried it until now so yeah i think that was it all rhythm games this week it seems like because oh shapes to music too i think it's just music in the background i don't think like your shapes matter right but maybe i need to pay better attention to like when i'm striking a pose for when like
0: the beat drops or whatever i don't know <laughs> <laughs> how about you
1: what you've been playing
0: uh I didn't really, I don't feel like I played much this week. I mean, I was trying to remember because obviously I would have still been on Gravity Rush 2, but I don't feel like I took the opportunity to play much. Maybe one time last weekend, and that was about it. Uh, I did, uh, since I think I've mentioned numerous times the PlayStation in the bedroom. Sometimes I'll get a, an itch and be like, oh, let's see what I got on here because I try to separate the games I have in my front room and the games I have in the bedroom. Bedroom games are just like, mm-hmm. I'll try them out, you know. Maybe it's not something I want to spend a lot of time on, but I'll mess around with if I've got time. And mm-hmm. I uh, started up uh, Yakuza Kiwame last night. Oh, yeah. Just to see, because I remember playing one once before, I think on the PS3, I think I've mentioned that before, and yeah. I thought, well, let's load this up and see. And I played maybe two chapters of that, and I was like, Okay, I, I could possibly get games. into this. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just I think the the cutscenes, the amount of cutscenes I was going through is like I actually want to play the game. So if you could just get me through, I mean, the
1: only downfall is sometimes like you feel like you're watching cinematics for like twenty minutes. Yeah,
0: and it was just I wanted to, like I started this up to play a game, and mm-hmm. I, I felt like I didn't. Do much of playing, it was just like cutscene, 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 fight, cutscene, 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 fight. And I was like, All right, I just want to play, I want to beat people up. And then finally, right when I looked at the time and it was getting really late, and I was like, I really need to go to bed, that's when I was walking around the city and people were actually engaging me in fights randomly. And I was like, Now, see, this is what I wanted to do before, and now I got to go to bed. So, so it yeah. engaged me enough that I will probably come back to it. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't a bad game, it was just the cutscenes, and I was like, I just want to play the game. I just want to fight people yeah. and get the feel it, of it. That that can be a big deal with that mm-hmm. one. All of them are like
1: that, by the way. Yeah, all of them. So you just get stuck in really long scenes. But again,
0: it was late. I was tired, and I I was just looking for something simple, and it was trying to engage me in a, in a story that I really wasn't invested in at the time. I was like, I don't want to read stuff right now. I just want to fight. So Just
1: tell me things. Let me beat people up.
0: So I'll do that. But I will say that probably what's eaten up a lot of my time, and it is gaming related to a point, is I have discovered Retro Replay with Nolan North ah, yes. and Troy Baker. And it is like my absolute new favorite thing in the world. I love watching the two of them. Not just play the games. Their banter is what yeah, I love the most. Together. Yeah. They, when they sit there and they go into tangents, doing voices, and, and I swear, it's just the funniest thing. I've laughed <laughs> so hard just watching the two of them just do weird old voices. Hey, boy. Or whatever they do, it's mm-hmm. just, I love it. I love it. So if you've never yeah. checked that out, they're not paying me. They don't even know me, but go check that out. It's a it's an amazing show. It is you, a great show. Yeah, especially if you love old school gaming and stuff like that. They touch on a lot of old games that I remember. And I'll tell you what. Oh my God, watching them play games sometimes, <laughs> my brain, my brain is just like, why are you doing this? Jump, <laughs> shoot. What are you doing? So
1: they're not really gamers.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah. Troy seems to be pretty good to a point like he does some of those things that I'm j- I am get frustrated by but Nolan he's definitely not a gamer at heart you can tell and he's mentioned that he didn't play a lot of these games growing up so uh, it's understandable but still there was just like that <laughs> I don't I'm not trying to be judgmental but I'm just like how can you not get through this level oh. come on
1: already man
0: <laughs> yeah so I A child could have done this already. Let's go. I played these games as a kid. I beat these games as a kid. And they're just like, these are so hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, it is not. But don't again. Struggle, man. But again, I'm not trying to be judgmental. It's just my mental state right. watching, knowing that I've played the- <laughs> and beat these games. And I don't <laughs> feel like I'm like a the super great gamer in the world because there's so many people who can play games much better than me. But. uh uh-huh. I don't know. I'm not trying to, but no, I, I love watching them. It's a great show. Go check it out if you want some humor in your games. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's move on to some news. I was actually surprised we had uh, some news because I actually forgot about Xbox's big show. I
1: did too until like two days ago. Yeah. So they some had the people I follow uh, went. Oh I really? Check it out. Like on Twitter. Not like anybody I know know, but yeah. like people that like I follow for gaming news or something mm. like that, you know, or just voices in the industry that I watch. Sure. Um happen to make it out. So it well, reminded me.
0: Yeah, so Xbox Elder Big, uh, and I will say stupidly named x19 or whatever they called
1: yeah whatever that hashtag was i'm like why, why does
0: it have to be X 19 why just say twenty nineteen.
1: xbox one 2019 maybe or the xbox and short and sweet i have no
0: idea. live show i don't know, I don't know. it just needs i don't the X 2019. It's I don't like it anyway.
1: Trying to give you what I think it's probably for.
0: <laughs> anyway, it's uh, they held their conference where they announced uh, you know some of their new upcoming titles and stuff for next year and so on and so forth. So we've got a list of what they announced or what was uh, I guess most hyped throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, Obsidian Entertainment, who is currently riding high off the success of the Outer Worlds. Revealed a brand new IP called Grounded, which looks like a game version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. If you want to kind of yeah, pin it looks it like to a something. straight up
1: survival game. Yeah, yeah. In
0: that way. Now it looks like you can play it single player, you can play it multiplayer. However, I feel like, and maybe you you caught something. I didn't feel like I got a sense of what it was about per se. Like you said, survival maybe, but they didn't really give a clear indication of what the gameplay was yeah
1: i i watched a little bit of the video because again there was a uh, like i said someone that i i follow for that that was there that showed a little bit of the video from them being able to get their hands on it and it does it's straight up survival game okay it's what it yeah so but that's the the i guess the unique element that they added to it is that you are this person that basically lives in the grass mm-hmm. or in someone's lawn and it's that that whole ordeal so that's all that I really got from the the video that I saw mm-hmm. it looks like it might be one of those projects that Obsidian might have wanted to do for a while and then now maybe they can yeah. so um I, I I don't know another survival game okay I tend to like those mm-hmm. but like we've got a lot but I mean it.
0: This has a unique the twist.
1: style and the art style. Yeah, it looks like it might be kind of cool. So mm-hmm. I'd be uh, interested in following that and see where it ends up.
0: Now, I'm intrigued enough to want to check it out, and especially since Obsidian's track record right now has been pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I will say that I'm probably a little disappointed that it, and obviously there's a reason why it would probably be. They didn't say, or at least I didn't catch it, but it's probably a, an Xbox exclusive since, you know, they um, own obsidian or
1: game pass on windows because like i feel like they've been really trying to hype up the pc yeah. game pass a lot lately too so, so xbox that's and pc a yeah yeah
0: so if you don't have one of those you're probably not going to get to play it and that'll be me and i just don't want to i again i can do pc i just got to get a I good know, we, system and i know. just got to get you a better one yeah and then hey when the internet happens we can game all the time it won't be a problem let's anymore. do it yeah yeah um The next thing, and I can't imagine this would be an exclusive, uh, Don't Not Entertainment, who's best known for Life is Strange, revealed a new title called Tell Me Why that plays. It's in very much the same vein as Life is Strange, but they said it's not part of that narrative, so it's not an extension or anything like that. Right, it's a completely different story. Yeah. So this new game tells the story of uh, two fraternal twin siblings who revisit their troubled childhood after years away. Now, one of the twins is transgender, and his past is said to be the center of the overall narrative. So, much like what they did in Life is Strange, I'm sure it's it's a very deep, intricate story about someone's yeah. life. and
1: pull at your heartstrings yeah. kind of deal.
0: So, I'm intrigued. You know, I still haven't yeah. played Life is Strange 2, and it's not that I haven't wanted to, it's just... It's one of those I haven't got around to. I never
1: did. Like, I, I played the first one. I mm-hmm. liked it well enough. I feel like I was too old of an audience for it. Yeah. I'm just one of those that I've reached the age now. Nothing against teenagers. Mm-hmm. But I can't listen to you for terribly long, okay? <laughs> like, it eventually does. I get to the point where I'm like, and I've had enough. Okay. Um but the story itself was really good. It was just like the, the dialogue and stuff, I think, was just a little bit too young for me. Mm. Um, but I'm not going to knock the game itself for that because it did play well. The story was good. I do remember crying. I do remember being surprised at twists and things mm-hmm. like that. But I had to chunk it out very small so right. I could get through it. So for that reason, I think, is why I haven't picked up the second one yet. Because I'm like, oh, I don't I don't know if I want to do it again. But sure this one if it's not really focused around that life i you know i'd be interested in it but Mm -hmm. i like those style of games yeah like i liked all of telltale styles of games and stuff like that so right which is probably the closest you can point to as an example if you're not familiar with it
0: well as long as don't nod doesn't go down the same path as telltale we'll at least have that as an alternative now
1: and there is that too yeah
0: Uh, the next thing they announced was a brand new trailer for Ninja Theory's Bleeding Edge. Uh, it was revealed alongside a release date of March 24th, 2020 for Xbox One and PC. Uh, that's that four versus four PvP whatever. Yeah,
1: I think I remember a little bit of that at E3, right? Yeah, they I kinda didn't touched on it a little bit.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I
1: like Ninja Theory. I don't, I don't know if this is a game that I would be interested in, but uh, I mean, they so far have proved to do solid stuff so yeah i just if you're interested in it I'm, i assume it'll be quality
0: yeah i'm like you i'm i'm not i have no interest um square enix announced that kingdom hearts hd here we go with their crazy names kingdom hearts hd 1.5 plus 2.5 remix and kingdom hearts hd 2.8 final chapter prologue are coming to Xbox in 2020. Now, if you don't know Could what... you th-
1: just make me do math?
0: No, no, no. Follow me on this. Okay, so these <laughs> games are... They're collections. It's it's Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, but with all the okay. side games in put into it. So why they can't just call it the Kingdom Hearts collection as opposed to 1.5 and 2.5 remix and 2.8 final prologue chapter whatever... I'm never
1: gonna remember all that.
0: Just, just it's Kingdom Hearts one and two plus the extra games. That's all you need to know. It's a collection. Okay,
1: can't we just say that?
0: We should, but they don't. So
1: you're throwing all these numbers I at know. me, man. I'm like, I can't even. Do
0: Why this. is it two point eight? I don't understand. Where's the Unless other point two?
1: Rolling us. <laughs> right.
0: So, I don't know. But yeah, they're coming to Xbox. They've never been released on Xbox. I think Kingdom Hearts 3 is on Xbox, so now you get the full collection if you've never played well, them. Well,
1: congratulations. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh,
0: developer in for Two Exile, and a
1: half or 2.8 games.
0: <laughs> uh, developer in Exile Entertainment announced a release date for Wasteland 3, which will be May 19th of 2020. I don't think I've ever played Wasteland. I'm not even familiar with that series. I feel
1: like I've heard it, but that's as far as it goes.
0: So if it's popular to you people out there, good for you. Uh, Rare announced a new IP called Everwild, but nothing more than a minor teaser trailer was kind of shown, so we don't know what it is. And Mm -hmm. I used to be excited for Rare. Now it's just like, oh, you're doing stuff. Good. Good for you. Pat you on the head. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Um, project X cloud game streaming will be coming to PC in 2020. So if that appeals to you and you got a PC, there you go. Uh, a new wave of games was announced for the Xbox game pass with game series like, uh, final fantasy. I think it was like Mm -hmm. seven through 15. They're all going to be on there. Uh, Yakuza, several Yakuza games are coming on there. And, uh, the Witcher, I think Witcher Mm three is coming on there. So, it's starting yeah. between now and somewhere in 2020 all these games are going to be popping up on the Game Pass. So if you're one of those Game Pass lovers, then there you go, you got a lot of good stuff coming. I think I'm going to I'm about ready to get on board, honestly. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing
1: this for a while and they and they might continue to do so for new users, but it was like a month or is it 3 months? It used to be 3. I'd have to check again. Cause I haven't looked for a buck. Mhm. It's not bad. So you can start for, like, at least a month. It used to be three. It might still be three months for a dollar. Yeah. And then after that, it's whatever, a month, nine ninety nine or something like that. But, shoot, you know, time yeah. it right. Pretty solid. Throw chucking a buck, man, as you would say.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, with all these announcements, all eyes and ears were on the Xbox Scarlet, hoping to get a little uh, something, another little tidbit about it. Now, they didn't really mm-hmm. show anything. They didn't announce anything. Uh, But it was kind of brought up. I think they were asked about it and Phil Spencer uh, was quoted as saying that the Scarlet will not be out of position on power or price, which is no doubt kind of reflecting what we've been hearing about uh, the PlayStation 5. So I'm assuming they they are trying to position it to where they're going to make sure that it's affordable. Not out of everyone's price range, but again, I think we're going to be looking at a $500 console on both fronts. I cannot imagine I zero, yeah. we're going to be looking at anything cheaper. I am I know that it does sound pricey, but mm-hmm. we're getting some good hardware, yeah, and yeah. I don't know if I'll be an early adopter. I, I just I don't feel like I will, but...
1: I usually like to wait at least a year. Mm -hmm. I know that's like hard to wait that long, but on brand new consoles and stuff, it always seems like there's some sort of bugs or first gen something that needs to be worked through. Mm -hmm. And usually by a year, it seems like I see all that kind of getting figured out. So um, if I'm going to spend that kind of money, I usually wait a little bit. I want to make sure. Because you know my tech issues, man. I break everything just by existing. So Mm -hmm. I just, I need to give things time. (laughs) Just... Let them figure it out. And so I'm not constantly MF in the thing when something goes wrong.
0: Mm-hmm. And I mean, the, I think I, I got a PlayStation 4 about a year in, and I didn't mm-hmm. feel like I missed out. It just gave me uh, a good year. You some
1: time to put more games out, too. Sure.
0: So you know. I still had PlayStation 3 games to get through. So it wasn't a, a big deal, big loss, or yeah. anything. So we'll see. Uh, that, I feel
1: like we waited about a year or two to get the PS4. Yeah. It worked out just fine.
0: Uh, The next thing that was announced was the lineup of games for the Google Stadia. And, uh, boy, oh, boy, get ready for this now because you're going to get to play on day one now Mortal Kombat 11, Red Dead Redemption 2, Assassin's Mm -hmm. Creed Odyssey, Destiny 2, The Complete Collection, Guilt, Just Dance 2020, Kine, Samurai Showdown, Thumper, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, Shadow of the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, and Rise of the Tomb Raider 20 Years Anniversary Edition. Look at all these games that you've never played before coming to the stadia on launch day. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Somebody out there is excited, but...
1: I mean, they are great games. Yeah. I don't know what I was expecting. Something
0: original and they won, maybe. Well, I
1: don't know if I was expecting them to come out with like a brand new IP for it or not. Like, I I don't know that that was in my thinking for it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I I, I, I expected. Maybe I just thought more.
0: Well, I will say that Guilt is actually one that's not been released yet. So they have won.
1: I heard it's pretty good. Like, or people that Mm -hmm. were looking at the game, you know. But so they got
0: one. Um, Red Dead's,
1: I mean, that is kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, for it to come out on PC and as large as that game is and everything, I'd be kind mm-hmm. of interested to see. <laughs> Hopefully they'll have all the PC kinks mm-hmm. worked out before then because, man alive, it's, uh didn't launch well. No, it did on not. On PC, <laughs> from what I've been told.
0: Now, along with all these great games, uh, there were certain heavily touted features that are going to be absent on launch day, so if you were looking forward to some of these, they're not going to be there, and most are not going to be available until next year. So, which ones? Uh, Stream Connect, State Share, Crowd Play, Family Sharing, uh, Buddy Pass, which... Actually comes with the Stadia Founders Edition, and it gives you some. It gives you a pass to give to a buddy to give them three um, months. a yeah. uh, three-month subscription. Uh, they're not going to be rolled out until two weeks after launch, which isn't too bad, but still, you know, you kind of want to. Yeah, That's kind of weird. Uh, the achievement system said it will come out shortly after launch, and then your controller, your game controller for the Stadia. Uh, some will be available at launch, but some may not have their controller at launch, uh, you know. So then they don't play at launch. Well, you can still, I think they said you can use your other controllers, but you're not going to have a Google Stadia controller. The thing that you paid okay. for, uh, gotcha. you know, you're going to have to wait until you get it because shipping is so horrible and terrible. I don't know. I don't, don't
1: know. Even... Well, it, it, just one side note for the achievement things, though. Didn't they say that it it still will save to a cloud or something? So you may not have the achievements pop up right away, but once it's implemented, apparently the first time you open it up, you'll just get like a crap ton of achievements if you've earned them during that period of time where it won't show up. Perhaps I do believe I read that. So okay. that like still feel confident to play if you're an achievement hunter. From what I understand, they said those achievements will still pop, and it just won't until the achievement system is actually implemented. So it'll look like you were a rock star, I guess, the next time you opened it up after it gets implemented and all your achievements will pop up. So,
0: Well, if you were one of these people who bought into the Stadia, the Founders Edition or whatever, and I'm sorry that you're having to go through this because Google's incompetent, Yeah, but... I think yeah, it was this is really strange. It's it funny. Like
1: it's morphed so much, like from those who got the founders edition to not getting early, like they were supposed to, I don't know anymore.
0: Well, it's funny that we were, you know, when they announced all this, it sounded so amazing. And it was like, Oh my gosh, they're really doing something unique. And, and, you know, and then of course, mm-hmm. once launch day comes around, it's like, Oh, there's the failure we were talking about. We were waiting for that other shoe to drop. And there it is.
1: So we could have just waited, yeah. I feel like. Put it back two weeks or something until all this stuff gets done. I don't know.
0: Yeah, they could have, but they didn't. Um, Quickets! I have a lot of Quickets. A lot but of But I don't have a lot more than that, so we'll, we'll get to that. Um, first things first, an anonymous developer spoke out about the PlayStation 5, saying that while the system is impressive, it's not revolutionary. He explained in his comments by pointing out that the Zen 2 PCU chip will improve load times and allow the ability to put more on screen, but that's much like the leap we saw from the PlayStation 3 to the PlayStation 4, which is more of an evolution of systems, not a revolution, if you will. Gotcha. So, I, hmm. I mean, I, I'll i be honest with you, when when they were showing the PlayStation 4, I did hear that same complaint. It's like, is it better? I mean, it did look slightly better. Yeah. And you could start to see more facial tweaks and ticks and stuff like that in mm-hmm. people's faces which was pretty impressive but graphically you're just like i mean it's it's yeah, it slightly better like this huge jump
1: now now i'd be curious more to see like playstation 3 versus when finally the pro came out yeah that would be the one that i'd want to since they were so
0: kind of similar mm-hmm. uh, when it first launched i i think i'm i'm curious about. What people expect the the leap to be like, what, how much farther can we go?
1: That, that was, what I was going to say, like, I feel like we're really freaking good right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't really imagine how much better we could make things look. Reflections already look amazing. Ray tracing is getting so much better. You know, like, yeah. it's, just, it's, I don't know what more we could do.
0: I mean, to cut down on load times, that's a plus.
1: That's I'm, huge. I'm all for that. Yeah,
0: but absolutely graphically, I don't know what more you can do. I, I really I don't. don't. Yeah, we. I mean, we've really hit the wall. Until we've there.
1: seen it, I guess. Yeah. Where we go, wow. Okay, now I see it. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, it looks so good already. I just can't imagine. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I I think we are kind of at the limits of what we can do graphically. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Sony themselves revealed that they will never do day one game releases on PlayStation now, which makes people think that the game pass will uh, always, you know, be the, the key thing to go to for your for your gaming subscriptions. But I will, would like to point out, um, how many great games were released day one? On the Xbox game Pass, because Sea of Thieves was a dud uh what was that other I one think state of decay was a was dud was on
1: there i liked it i know unpopular opinion i had a lot of fun with state of decay too but I mean, yeah it was kind of a horrible mess when it first launched but i still that's, had a lot of fun with it but that's what i'm talking about um, so they're essentially yeah, saying so when it launched it was
0: bad. yeah they're they're saying we're not gonna like if god of war 2 comes out we're not gonna just give you that for 10 bucks because we spend a lot of time and effort and money into it
1: guess I understand that you want to try to actually sell the game first, which Cause they're not going to make money on the hardware if you think about it. Like, no. cause if they've got to try to keep it within an affordable price range for people to get, they're probably taking a loss on it mm-hmm. in the hopes that you are going to buy games and probably micro microtransact the crap out of you to try to actually make money off of it. Right. So I, I mean that I, as a business practice, I I can understand doing that. I as mean, a consumer, yeah, we want to be able to play as cheaply as possible because everything's so damn expensive, and there's so many games to go through. But
0: yeah, I get it. It's an know. expensive hobby, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, it really is. So a new report shows that Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment has actually been actively trying to make a Superman game since 2013. Now several attempts came close to happening however the insistence from I guess higher ups to use the Arkham engine that was used for all the Batman Arkham games killed those attempts because it couldn't it wouldn't run properly on that engine it just wasn't built for anything okay. but those games and that's right. what kind of shut those games down also along with a proposed suicide squad game that I think we've mentioned before on Truth or Trash
1: Feel like maybe.
0: So it could very well be. The Arc just it's not made for anything but what you've made it for, so just try something new. Just I just move on with it. I honestly feel like there's hope for a Superman game if people stop. I feel like they're stuck in, in this mindset that are like, well, he's just too powerful. We can't do all this stuff because
1: but, I feel like that's the first thing I always hear. Like, but, how do you make it interesting since he's basically
0: God? Yeah. Well, I've I've pointed out on this show before, give people that sense in the game. Like, start the game off. You are Superman. Give people that freedom to be Superman, to feel like a God, to fly around stopping crimes, <laughs> doing everything. That, that'd be your, your practice level, so to speak. So allow... The the player to be able to fly wherever they want throughout mm-hmm. Metropolis to stop whoever they want to get shot with with regular guns and be like, ha, 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 ha I'm Superman. But then. Right. Create a story to where you're going to take him down a peg. So the criminals start getting kryptonite bullets, start bringing in heavy hitter uh, villains and stuff like that. And that something is going to depower you because you're going to start getting hurt. Give people that. I mean,
1: they've done it in the movies. Yeah.
0: So give people that sense of godhood and then take it away. Mm-hmm. Find a way to take it away. It, he has weaknesses, people. Magic. Yeah. Get magic users. <laughs> right? Boom. Done. So yeah. they're not thinking hard enough, I don't think. They're just like, well, we just, we gotta, be. no, just think simple. He has weaknesses. Right. Think simple. It's It's not hard. Um. Overwatch's game director and Blizzard Vice President Jeff Kaplan spoke publicly about Blitzchung and said that his ban should be shortened or removed. And I found it uh, interesting that he, he couldn't just say removed. <laughs> you know, just stick to right. your guns and just say, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, because you've already shortened it. Just say it you, it needs to be removed. Be done with it. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're you're part of it. Speak, speak up a little bit harder yeah. than, than what you're doing because clearly you're not doing enough uh hideo kojima was quoted last week saying that he knew death stranding would be divisive and uh, yeah yeah and i will say uh todd's been playing it he told me about it yeah and he seems to be liking it so he's he's one on the bandwagon I mean,
1: the people that i personally know i've not heard any of them complain about it hmm and this is from a, a decent amount of uh, gamers. Like I've not heard one one of them yet. Mm-hmm. Now they might, and I've just not seen it or anything like that. So, uh, but that they've been, you know, they've been really enjoying it. Some people just been getting lost and just going and doing all the side stuff and wandering around and apparently having a, a great time. I watched a little bit of it because mm-hmm. it's still one that I'm not sure that it is for me. But I wanted to get a sense of it, and I watched Mammoth play it a little bit, and it was. It, the, the baby thing I think would eventually wear thin on me. Because mm-hmm. apparently you can fall with the baby and you have to freaking sit there and soothe it until it stops crying. And uh. I don't know. <laughs> like, I opted out of that program. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I want it in my video game. Like, literally, you had to like shake the controller to like, like your shh, shh, sh- shh, shh with wow. the baby in your hand. And I'm like, <laughs> and it goes on for like 10, 15 seconds, you know? So like, if you're one of those that just likes to jump off of stuff or whatever and like land too hard, mm-hmm. you're going to be spending a majority of your time calming down that damn baby, dude. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: I kept suggesting for him just to eat the baby, but apparently that's not an option. Eh. And he t- he said, no, I guess he has more of a heart than I do. I'm like, ah, just get rid of it. Eh. <laughs> you really need it nah. right, come on
0: i mean i think it's important to the game but we don't know we haven't played I think
1: it. it i think it is yes but uh as far as i could tell in every scene they get the thing strapped there but yeah as soon as i saw that mm-hmm. where he's like trying to calm the baby down i'm like oh god how often do you have to do that <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Ugh."
0: laughs> in real life a lot
1: <laughs> okay i don't want that uh, why would i want it in my game
0: right uh hey crossover news <laughs> Fortnite is crossing over with Star Wars. So you get to, I think, from what I saw, you get a, a Stormtrooper skin. So if you're a bad shot, okay. it's perfect for you. Perfect, right? And then uh, Rocket League is crossing over with Beat Saber somehow.
1: I don't know. Well, what It's just the music.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah, not cause a like, crossover. Yeah, because when
1: I first saw that, too, I'm like, how and the what now?
0: You know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's just the music and, like, I, I think the auto colors uh, it looked like it was different to, I guess, match the theme of Rocket League nah. colors or whatever. But, uh, but, but yeah, so that's that. That's what happened.
0: Okay. Well, whatever. Uh, and speaking of crossovers, <laughs> uh, apparently a Mortal Kombat uh, Street Fighter crossover has been proposed between NetherRealm and Capcom, but ultimately Capcom rejected the idea, saying that the concept was not a good fit for their characters.
1: How is it different?
0: Well, Street Fighter is more PG-13, where Mortal Kombat okay. is an obvious R. But you, if, if yeah. fans and people, gamers, do remember, Mortal Kombat did a crossover with the DC Universe, and they tempered it down to a teen... So we might not get fatalities, but you know, you still get to see like these. You
1: could still make it work if you wanted to.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will say, as a as a game fan of Mortal Kombat, seeing the characters mashed up together in uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC was cool, but you were missing out on the fatalities and things like that. You're just like, eh, this is not the same because yeah. fatalities would be very tempered. Uh, they would be very, like, if you get shot, it would either be off screen or it would be something very mild. So it, it wasn't very graphic. And then the heroes themselves didn't do fatalities. They did uh, heroic brutalities, which is like they beat the hell out of okay. somebody. And that was about it. So it was just like, this is mm-hmm. not the same. But again, you got to see your these characters cross over. So it was kind of neat. Yeah. You know, just, to, just saying. But hey. Mm-hmm. Soon we'll get to see Joker do some real fatalities, and that would yeah. be something interesting to see. So I'm I'm eager to see if DC is going to allow them to really push what the Joker is capable of doing in a Mortal Kombat game, because we're gonna get you to should. watch. I'm, yeah, because he's gonna get ripped to shreds. Yeah. You know, if yeah. fatality happens to him, he's gonna go <laughs> bloody, and so only fair exactly. game. So I'm eager to see what they exactly.
1: do. Exactly, do it, do it, do it. I want to see it. Uh, I won't play it, but I'll watch you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jurassic World Evolution is getting some premium DLC with Return to Jurassic Park, which will feature the previous islands from the original films, as well as dinosaurs from those films, and the original cast of characters: Ellie Grant or Ellie Sadler, Alan Grant, and Ian Malcolm, voiced by Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum, respectively. So there you go.
1: Well, Jeff Goldblum was already doing the the first ones. So yeah, he, he, he had voice in there, and it was. I mean, it's Jeff Goldblum
0: for crying yeah. out
1: loud! Like,
0: but to get the other two, we love him. I mean, that's, that's yeah, pretty good. That's cool. Uh, uh, that did really cool. did you did you see the uh, the the dinosaurs? Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna be uh, uh, exploring uh, the the dinosaurs in this uh, uh, new park. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Uh, oh, I love it. Uh, this, this week on uh, who left uh, Twitch?
1: Oh, no, okay,
0: Faze yeah. Ewok.
1: Oh, yes,
0: he's a leaving this. for Mixer. I don't know. Th- she, she is it a she?
1: Okay, so it's- I now I oh, okay, so I when I saw this a couple of days ago because I didn't know who it was either, I just saw like another Discord, they were talking about it. So, um, yes, she, she's like 14 or 15, Mm -hmm. apparently really, really good at Fortnite. So another, uh, Fortnite player, but I've heard she's just freaking lovely. Um, also I guess hearing impaired. So there's a lot of different features that she has with her stream that makes it more accessible Mm -hmm. from what I understand. I've not watched her yet. Um, but I'm going to check it out just to, just to see, but yeah, I've 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 heard she's really lovely. Okay. Well, I had, again, no I didn't so know they're it was a she they are definitely stealing the family-friendly people. That's mm-hmm. that that's a thing. Okay.
0: Well, so, wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll I See I,
1: how that turns out. I don't know when her first stream is. It might have already happened for all I know. Maybe.
0: Uh Nolan North, since we spoke of him earlier, uh he was quoted as saying he wants to play Nathan Drake again. He wants an uncharted 5 so he can be Nathan Drake once, once more. <laughs> yeah, which I'm, I'm down for it if they want to do it. Yeah, whatever, yeah. you know. Go but for I it. I thought they, uh, you know,
1: they retired him. Sure. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I figured they were pretty clear about that at the end of the last game.
0: Yeah, but get get Grandpa Nathan out on the case. <laughs> but he loves that character, and I mean, everyone loves sure, that character. And that's
1: fair. Sometimes, though, that moment in your life has passed. I know. You have to just look back on it fondly. You know. It's I mean fire. I'm all, I'm not whatever. If they want to make a new one, I'll buy it, I'll play it. Mm-hmm. I I've drank the Kool-Aid. But uh I never you know, I, sometimes. N-
0: I never played that uh, spin-off game.
1: I didn't either, and I've been told it's fantastic yeah. and it's a nice neat short version of it too. I heard like half the time it would take you to do a regular Uncharted mm-hmm. game cuz I don't even think it was a full-priced one when it was new. No. But don't quote me on that. I feel like it was like a 30 or 40 dollar game. It was. Um but I heard it was really good and I, I have no excuse other than I just kept forgetting and never picked it up.
0: Same. So, uh, and speaking, while we're speaking of Uncharted,
1: <sighs> <laughs> I know what you're going to say too, I think.
0: Mark Wahlberg yep. has been cast as Sully.
1: So, it's like official. It is official. Yes. So now do you think this was like a pity offer since wasn't he originally up for like Nathan like years ago when they first started talking about this?
0: Could have been. Do you think it's like, all
1: right, Mark, here.
0: But are you are you telling me that there is not (laughs) another soul out there better suited for the I know it's supposed to be Sully when he was younger. But for God's sakes, there are so many much better, better suited actors for that role. I have never looked at Mark Wahlberg and said that is Sully. Nope. I never looked at Tom Holland and said that is young Nathan Drake. But that's just I'm 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 just
1: gonna keep saying it. The actors let them act. I know. Let's see how it happens. You know, (laughs) like that's that's like I I agree with you. I know, like optics wise and everything like that, it just doesn't seem to fit. But and we've never mm -hmm. seen Mark do anything that would ring out Sully. You know, like I don't know Bruce Campbell, but whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: know. I know he would be too old for the timeline. Blah, Doesn't blah,
0: blah. matter. Just, all right. So, I mean,
1: we CGI a mustache on Superman, but we can't make Bruce Campbell younger for a movie. Right? Whatever. No.
0: <laughs> all right. So, we're going to get off this because I've you know, said my piece. Uh, I, I, I know, have spoken.
1: But, I, I mean, let's just see, I guess. But I just, I didn't know it was official. No, it's official. Like the last little tidbit I had heard was that they were throwing rumors around but yeah i'm pretty sure he was supposed to maybe or was in the running to actually be nathan and so that's why i'm wondering if this was like all right since you really wanted to be a part of it i just feel like with game uh movie games game movies like, we should do unknowns. I don't know why. Yeah. I think maybe they're trying to rely on star power to sell it. Of course and, they are. I feel like. They have nothing with this more. this kind of stuff, just have a solid story and a really good thing and cast some unknown actors. So, like, you're just watching the story instead of watching Marky Mark be Sully. We're just watching someone Sully. I don't know.
0: I just, I feel like Hollywood has yet, and we've discussed this on the show, I know. But I'm just going to say, uh, I don't feel like Hollywood has quite grasped what, how to do video game movies because they're they're so hell bent on trying to incorporate game mechanics or game things versus you have characters, you have a story that goes with those characters. Just focus on that. To hell with all yeah. this other stuff. Don't worry about the game mechanics. I, I, I think that's
1: Uncharted like hands you so much stuff to pull from story wise. Yeah.
0: And I think that's where it a I've mentioned Detective Pikachu did it right. Is they weren't like, okay, okay, this is what we got to do. We've got to make sure that there are going to be these moments from the game in the movie. We've got to do it exactly like they did it in the game, and we've got to put it in the movie somehow. I don't care if we got to shoehorn it in. We got to do it. They didn't do that. They just said, just sprinkle little Easter eggs throughout that reference yeah. the games. And but but beyond that, just keep it. It's a story focus on the story and they did right and that's why it's good um what else i got oh uh netflix has already renewed the witcher for a second season so (laughs) i
1: know i saw that
0: i guess it's really good
1: i guess so uh or at least god i hope so
0: well yeah you would hope
1: (laughs) it does look really good though i'm pretty excited for it
0: for sure uh, a leaked photo revealed that a long-forgotten Mortal Kombat character known as Natara will actually be in the new Mortal Kombat film. She's like oh, a... Yeah, I
1: keep forgetting about that.
0: I think she's a... I'm trying to remember what game she was in, and I don't remember right offhand. Five, maybe? She was a vampire character of some sort. I don't oh, remember. I don't know. I don't really know a lot she of was her... She only
1: in the one? Huh? Was she only in the one game? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. Because I was going to say, if she was only in the one, why are we worried about it? If she was in several, then I'd be like, hey, what about so-and-so? I don't know. I
0: don't know. But the the fact that they're pulling, and we talked about this brand new character. You pulled from uh, the most random part of a video game. What was his
1: name? Like George or something generic. I don't (laughs) remember.
0: Gary. I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. Nah. (laughs) It was something really so cool. Cole Turner or (laughs) something like that
1: Yep, that sounds that's sure i'd believe it but yeah it was something very very generic average
0: uh finally the all new redesign for sonic was released upon the world via a new trailer and sonic looks like sonic and i there
1: we go people are happy
0: (laughs) i feel like the trailer did a much better job at selling me on the movie than the last one did because we didn't use an outdated song With outdated references. I was very happy
1: to not hear Gangster's Paradise, for sure.
0: What were they thinking? (laughs) What were they thinking? I don't
1: know. Now I'm hearing the conspiracy theory that all of this was just a hoax. Like that they purposely put out a bad Sonic to um, drum up PR, basically, for the movie. That's that's the newest on the Twitterverse, if you care what Twitter says that
0: uh but it was that's all just a made up thing just that's as much of a that's as much of a gamble as the the design they released initially because you're essentially saying what if our other design isn't well received either? What if the movie itself is not well received either? They could hate well, this if entire you noticed, trailer. it
1: looked like they were hawking Jim Carrey pretty hard in this oh, yeah. trailer. Like I feel like they were like, here's the new Sonic, but did you see we have Jim Carrey? Mm-hmm. Eh?
0: Classic I Jim feel like Carrey. he
1: wasn't as prevalent in the last trailer. Mm. And I feel like this time we basically got his whole scenes.
0: Yeah. His shtick being Jim yeah. Carrey, which is great. Being
1: Jim Carrey. That's yeah. what they, I'm sure, why he was hired Yeah, for, for this. Sure. It's a kid's movie. We do got to keep that in mind, right? Like it is for kids,
0: right? Wouldn't it have been funny? Though? I know
1: most people <laughs> our age are the ones who know Sonic, but I'm just saying I feel like it is still yeah. For kids. But, but he does look adorable. And uh now he almost seems to stand out a little bit more to me because, like, I know before the other design was Garbo and mm-hmm. he looked weird and all that stuff. But if you notice, he still looked like in a human world, kind of, yeah. if I'm making sense. No, yeah, yeah. And now he does look a little more cartoony, kind of like... um. I don't know, like a Cool World movie or or Jessica Rabbit, yeah. or not Jessica Rabbit, uh, Ra- Roger Rabbit, kind of. Yeah. Thing. Although he looks great, I'm yeah. not I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying, like now it looks like.
0: I mean, you're already talking about a blue anthropomorphic this is mammal. True. The
1: fact that I'm trying to make sense of this. Just I mean, why not dumb. make him look?
0: <laughs> you might as well go the cartoonish route and just be done with it because he doesn't come from our world. So there you go, boom, done. Right. He but he here. does,
1: he looks great, people are happy. Congratulations. And just as a side note, you should look up Conan O'Brien's sketch yeah. of the new Sonic redesign if you've not seen it. And I'll just leave it at that. Just mm-hmm. look up Conan O'Brien uh Sonic reveal or mm-hmm. whatever and uh enjoy.
0: Yeah, for sure. Now wouldn't it have been funny? <laughs> wouldn't it have been funny if Paramount hyped this new trailer, didn't show the redesign throughout all this, and then oh, man. the entire design had not changed one bit. <laughs> And they were just like, ah! <laughs> yeah,
1: I think it would only would, would have worked for day one, obviously, because then everyone would have taken to social media. and Yeah, probably. And it would have flopped that weekend or something. It would have been funny.
0: I think it would have been hilarious. Oh,
1: no. I, I kind of wish they would still do it in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, even now they've revealed it. If you went in, I hope the beginning of the movie is that way.
0: <laughs> You're like, wait, what? No.
1: Just long no. enough for everyone to sit there and go, wait a minute. You <laughs> lied. What did you do? They only redesigned it for the trailer. You're welcome. Ta da. That's
0: all we had time <laughs> the rest for.
1: Of the movie is going to be the old one.
0: All right. We're going to jump through a few hoops because I don't have anything else. So we're going straight to release dates. Uh, oh, wow. Starting from no-
1: nothing weird or trashy or anything. No?
0: Huh? Sorry. It's been one of those That's weeks. Uh, on November 18th, we have Blue Kid 2 for Nintendo Switch. Then on November 19th, the uh, anticipated release of Shinmu 3 for PlayStation 4 and PC. Guilt for PC. Hey, it's that game that we mentioned. There you go. Eh. Yeah. Uh, Narcos, <laughs> Rise <laughs> of the Cartels. Of <laughs> Narcos, Rise of the Cartels for PlayStation 4 and PC. Just Dance 2020 for PC. Munchkin Quacked Quest for Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Here's one of these long names. Grip Combat Racing Airblades vs. Rollers Ultimate Edition for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Age of Wonders Planetfall Revelations for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. We Happy Few We All Fall Down DLC for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Zumba Burn It Up for Nintendo Switch. Gear Club 2 Unlimited, Porsche Edition, e- for Nintendo Switch. Uh, Destiny 2, The Collection, for PC. U- the Unicorn Princess, for Nintendo Switch. And Tomb Raider, Definitive Edition, for PC. Then on November 20th, we have Children of Morta, for Nintendo Switch. Still there, for Nintendo Switch and PC. And The Mems Beginning, for Nintendo Switch. Then on November 21st, we have Demo Reborn, for PlayStation 4. Hmm, what is that one? Titfu. Mm. T-I-T-E-U-F. Titifu. Titifu. Sounds right. I don't even have a suggestion.
1: Titifu. T-I-T-E-U-F.
0: Titifu. 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 I like that. Titifu. Titifu. Mega party for Xbox One. It rolls off the tongue better.
1: It really does.
0: Farmer's Dynasty for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Narcos Rise of the Cartels for Nintendo Switch. Black Future 88 for Nintendo Switch and PC. The Tourist, which is spelled with a Y. I don't like that. The Tourist for Nintendo Switch.
1: Sounds like a disease. Yeah. I don't like it.
0: (laughs) I hate it. Uh, Strike Force (laughs) War on Terror for Nintendo Switch. Asterisk and Obelisk. There's a lot of X's. XXL 3D.
1: <laughs> 2.5, the- 2.8, and, and 1.5. Mm-hmm. It it's
0: close to that. Uh, the Crystal here for PC. And, oh, God. Baobabs Mausoleum Episode 3. It's going to test my patience. Un Pato and Moretto Burgo. Nailed it. For an in- no
1: idea what you just said. <laughs> I don't
0: either. Uh, <laughs> for a Nintendo Switch and PC, and Soccer Die, Cosmic Cup for Nintendo Switch. And finally, on November 22nd, we have Sniper, Ghost Warrior Contracts for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Lost Ember for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Sid Meier's Civilization Six for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. How am I going to... All right. G-R-E-E-N, green, but it's all... Uh, what do you call it? Where they got the dot before every after every letter... There's a word for that.
1: After, yeah. Oh, like it's like it's an acronym. There you go.
0: It's an acronym. G
1: R E E N stands for green. Good, really excellent. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) G R E E N, the life algorithm for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC, and Last Fight for Nintendo Switch. All right. It's time to play. Name that game. All right. Oh no! Oh no! Uh-oh. I don't like that. I saw the the I saw a, a, a drop sample thing. Hopefully everything's oh, fine. No. So if, if hopefully
1: I, he still sounds
0: amazing. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Okay, so uh, three games. Uh, these are uh, games. <laughs> I mean the first one One day you're going to be like These games
1: are amazing Maybe And all
0: of you should actually buy them So the first one actually does Kind of sound interesting I'll give it it some credit Um, Okay In this text-based adventure You play as Kyle Kyle just woke up And Kyle needs to prepare for an interview He must conduct with a very, very important guest on his show You must help Kyle achieve this goal by making decisions that will affect every part of his day. What kind of decisions? It's Mm. completely up to you. Kyle can swallow a refrigerator. Kyle can travel through time. He can steal from the locals. You can dump lard on your neighbor, and many, many other things that Kyle probably should not do. Take Kyle's hand, direct him, confidently help Kyle. He needs you. Your decisions will lead you down a path to one of 21 unique endings, but only one of them is good. And it's well prepared that you are going to have to guile Guide Kyle. I said guiled. (laughs) Yeah, you did. You have to guide Kyle to this ending. (laughs) Properly.
1: Okay. Properly.
0: Mm -hmm. Who knows what would happen if you weren't there for Kyle? Would he destroy the city? Maybe he would gossip about his neighbor. Maybe he would fight crime. Revive a dead loved one. Ooh. That's all up to you, isn't it?
1: I would imagine.
0: So, is this game A, Kyle is famous, B, Kyle is a jerk, C, Kyle touched himself, Ooh. or D, the do's and don'ts of being Kyle? Oh,
1: four kind of... Four. D kind of makes sense. These are getting harder for some reason. Yeah. Uh, 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 D. I'm just going to go with D. It's probably B. Kyle
0: is a jerk. Answers A. Kyle is famous.
1: Oh, well, I wasn't even close, no. so mm-hmm. it doesn't matter.
0: Makes no sense.
1: Yeah, no, Kyle is famous. I was just like, nah, nah. Mm, Why would he be famous for swallowing the refrigerator? Mm. Okay. Circus.
0: Yeah. Uh, The next game does the impossible and combines the long game strategy of golf with the pin-smashing technique of bowling. Bowling.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. What? Golf and bowling, eh? <laughs>
0: yeah. So, you must learn the unique swing system that's easy to get grips. That's easy to get grips. That's what they wrote. Okay. Uh, to easy to get grips with. I'm I'm struggling here because that's just <laughs> some bad grammar. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try again. Learn the unique swing system that's easy to get grips with, but flexible enough to reward practice. Use mouse motions that are translated to your swing while manual control of your virtu- vertical virtual God. <laughs> manual control of your virtual grip allows you to open up a club face or dig in for a little backspin. As you play, you'll earn experience to improve your abilities, and cash you can use ah and cash you can use to customize your appearance you'll earn cash got it i'm with it got it uh you never this game is already <laughs> ruining me i'm telling you
1: I, it's taking you down hard man <laughs> i know it
0: golf and bowling it, who knew yeah, it uh,
1: started off so great
0: you never knew how hitting heavy bowling balls Hundreds of yards down a fairway could be a surprisingly peaceful way to spend some time. That is physically impossible. I'm just saying. Unless you're a very, very large man.
1: Unless you're Kyle. Yeah, unless you're Kyle. Kyle could do it. Kyle could totally do it.
0: So, is this game... I have no idea. A. (laughs) Goaling.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: B. Bolf. Oh, C that's you. <laughs> you'd think so. <laughs> C strike in one or D birdie Turkey.
1: Ew. These are cute. I don't know. I think Bolf is you. Bolf just seems really weird even for this game. But watch, it's probably Bolf. Oh, what was the first one? Golling. Goaling, Go- goaling. <sighs> I'm going to go with C, the the strike and one or something like that. It's
0: Answer is B, bolf.
1: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the one I was so confident like they would not choose that. For they a game did. Game. All right. <laughs> wow. All right. Finally. Well, today is not my day.
0: <laughs> Finally.
1: <laughs> All right, let's get this third one. Hopefully,
0: hopefully I can get through this without Destroying Because that game just ruined me.
1: It, yeah. Talking is now hard. <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So in this turn-based survival strategy game, the old king died and an enemy invaded the country. You, the captain of the Royal Guard, decided to fight back, but you lost. Your life was spared, but you were exiled at the edge of the world. Now this is your home. Take command of people living in the abandoned castle on the edge of the desert. Build relationships and help them survive in these harsh conditions. Unravel the mysterious past of the old man, the oldest dweller in the castle. Get or exchange resources, construct buildings, watch your people's fatigue levels, and keep them alive. And no matter how tough and wise a commander you are, you can never change one thing nature the weather changes and in your case not for the better get ready to face crushing thunderstorms and port- protracted they threw that at me protracted <laughs> droughts deadly storms and for some reason even ravenous locusts locusts Loki. Loki. <laughs> each event requires its own approach and preparation except or give battle to your destiny under the scorching sun of the hottest summer in history, and may the gods have mercy on you. Mm. <laughs> so, is this game A. Edge World, B. Swelter Storms, C. Old Man Castle, or D. Big Hard Sun? I'm gonna go with A. Answer is D, Big Hard Son. God
1: damn it. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to go confidently bully it to my answer. Wow. Big old goose egg today.
0: hmm So, today, I thought it would be fun. And it seems like one game in particular has kind of uh, triggered this wave of, of ideas of things to talk about because going back to eternal darkness yet again made me think of game gimmicks. Because oh yes. I feel that there are some game gimmicks out there that work <laughs> and others that are just that. They're gimmicks. They they're there for whatever reason because somebody thought, ah, oh, that'd be cool. And with Death Stranding being available and you mentioning the the cradling the baby that's kind of a gimmick yeah you know yeah yeah so i wanted to talk about game gimmicks and maybe discuss just kind of randomly what ones that we like which ones do we think are uh unnecessary and maybe even try to understand like what makes a good game gimmick you know like what what makes it which is harder to do because I'll start off with something that I guess, I guess the definition of gimmick would be questionable to a point. But motion controls. Now, granted, the, the the Wii was built around motion controls, so you could say that the console was a gimmicky console. But certain games were built around the motion controls, and yeah. they worked like how many times did we spend hours playing bowling, baseball, tennis and we had fun with it. It or, worked. Yeah.
1: So well Nintendo always seems to do kind of good at that sort of thing. Mm-hmm.
0: It's either ridiculous or
1: oh, wow. All right.
0: That was interesting. But I think in in regards to motion controls whether or not the game works or not I mean, that's really dependent on the developer itself because Nintendo developed the Wii Sports. Uh, they knew exactly what they were doing. They they knew the hardware inside and out. It's, it's their baby. So any mm-hmm. game that they designed around the motion controls most of the time worked. I think the one... I'm not saying it was bad, but you can just kind of see where it was slapped on last minute is when they did... I think it was... Uh, the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, it was built for the GameCube, but then they ported it over to the Wii because it was coming out around the same time, and then they added the okay. motion control, so you pretty much had to swing just to use your sword. And yeah, I mean, it worked, mm-hmm. but when they did Skyward Sword, which is the follow-up title, they built it around the motion control, so you had more control, you had more direction for how you were swinging, so it made more sense. Right so i I mean I, I guess as far as motion controls go, I like them when they're done right. I don't like when you have to use them for you know nonsensical things. Uh, I think a game that I love, no more heroes they they utilize them fairly well in your sword fighting. Mm-hmm. so you know i'm I'm good with motion controls to a point, yeah, if utilized correctly.
1: If, yeah, if it makes sense to do that thing yeah. in this part of the game, don't instead of shoehorning it in just to make it a thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I think that's that's the problem. A lot of people shoehorn it in because, like, well, we got we got the motion controls, might as well use them. So we we'll just we we'll just put it in there. And, it's just,
1: and I appreciate someone trying to actually make sense of those, mm-hmm. but yeah.
0: So not always. No, not all. So, what are what's what's one that you either like or dislike as far as motion control or or gimmicks go?
1: Gimmicks. I don't. Okay. So this might just be kind of a thing most people might think are recent, but and 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 you can correct me if you don't feel like this is a gimmick. I feel it's kind of gimmick. celebrities and video games. Because like back, if you go back to where it was, just like. And I then this they they might be the bigger culprit of like story games or like DLCs to games that already exist, or they try to like slap a celebrity on it, mm-hmm. even though it probably has nothing to do with it. And I feel like The Sims does this, and I'll explain. Okay. Because, uh, and I've been a lifelong fan of The Sims, you know. So, but in the very first iteration of The Sims, when you got House Party expansion pack, you would throw a party if it was amazing. Drew Carey would show
0: up. Weird. Of all
1: people, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, did that sell more house party because of Drew Carey? Or, like, a Katy Perry DLC pack? You know what I mean? Like, they Mm -hmm. throw her on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I feel like they kind of like to try to gimmick that sort of thing. Even though you're not going to play Drew Carey. No. You're never going to play Katy Perry, you know? Um, But I feel like now, recently... With like Keanu Reeves, and now you have these big celebrities that are like legit in the game. So I'm more or less looking at like older ones, or even like mobile games that would throw like Kim Kardashian on it. You're never playing Kim Kardashian, but they think it's going to sell more because they've slapped this celebrity on the uh, the box art, mm. and they've given their thumbs up to use their likeness. And I always thought that was just a really bizarre weird thing. And the fact that you wouldn't choose, like, I don't know, really popular celebrities probably at the time. I don't know. Maybe right. Katy Perry was insanely popular when that sweets pack or whatever the crap it was <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. that, they, that they did. Cause I guess all of her colors are like bubblegum pink or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um yeah, I always found that a, a really weird thing, especially like maybe in the 10 years or more, ago yeah. i'll give it because i as as i was uh looking up more instances of that i was like you know what but today i feel like it's kind of been working right because mm-hmm. now we're like ooh, keanu's in cyberpunk we already wanted cyberpunk but hell yeah we're probably even more sold on the idea now yeah so maybe for me it's just the uh quality and how involved the celebrity actually is as a gimmick to sell the game fair enough are they actually in it are they just slapping their face on it and getting some money because you're using their likeness to try to sell a game
0: right right i mean yeah Uh, i don't know if that would have been the gimmick i'm talking about but yeah i i can see where it is a gimmicky thing to sell a game so Mm -hmm. uh, by definition yeah it fits.
1: I don't know. Like it always made it seem like that would be someone I'd play, and then you're like, "But I'm not. Mm. So why are they on there?" Right. So I. But I do have can I do have some that actually talk about controlling the game, like playing the game. Mm. But uh, okay that was one I just was like, I feel like that gimmick was used a lot, maybe like in the early two thousands or something like that, where it was just like, take some nineties TV star and slap it on the box art and see if we can sell more games. Yeah. kind of
0: thing. Um, another one that I had that I feel that the few times that I've seen it done has been done very well. And I don't know if there are other instances where it's been tried and attempted and it's terrible, but games that find a way to involve you personally as someone part of the game now there are okay. two games that i can think of right offhand hand that did that uh one is called contact which was for the nintendo ds and in that game and this is a game that i've actually wanted to talk about on the show and i've just never gotten around to it but There is a boy who gets kind of lost out in the middle of nowhere. And I might be botching the story. I'm just trying to remember it from memory. But he's Mm -hmm. he's lost out in the world. And then you start to control him and move him around. Now, considering this is on a dual screen, since the DS is dual screen, on the top screen, you have a professor in a lab. And he converses with you directly as in he sees you you the player and he's like hey
1: oh okay you are like breaking the fourth wall exactly
0: so he's like you you're, you're yeah. controlling that kid you have to help him you have to move him around you have to do things and he's trying to there's there's a it's a big big story that I can't even remember that it's involved as to why you're even part of Why you're controlling this kid, why you're even there, why the professor can even see you. There's a whole big thing that I can't remember and I'll have to delve into it. But it was it was interesting, you know, because it's not like you're sitting on the outside feeling like you're not part of the story. You're part of the story. You know, everything that you do, the professor's taking note of and he's like, why did you do that? What are you doing? He's like, you need to do this and do that. And, you know, he's talking to me. So, it's a, Mm. I mean, it might be a very vague, thin-veiled way of involving you in the story some way, but it was still neat. But another example that I feel like did it in a much more innovative way was Tearaway. And I don't know if you ever played that game, but that game, Uh -uh. oh my God. This was not only such a gorgeous game, but how they involved you was so great. It started off as a Vita title, and they eventually ported it over to the PlayStation 4, which I wasn't sure how they were going to be able to do that. Because the Vita and the PlayStation 4, they may have similarities, but there are things that, like you, I guess the the controls themselves on how you involve yourself, you would start to wonder, well, how am I going to, how is that going to work? But I can't even remember a lot of the story about this, but I can see the game clear as day. There's a letter that has to be sent. And you're the messenger. You play as the messenger, so you have to guide the messenger to his destination to get the letter sent to where it needs to go. And all this is designed in like papier-mâché, you know, designs and stuff like that. Very, very beautiful and gorgeous-looking game. And they would find ways to involve you to where the the world would open up, and through the camera, you could see yourself. And then we're like, look. That's that's the person. That's that's where we got to go. Oh man. And then there were even levels where you were having to bounce on these uh, these drums or something like that and you'd tap yeah. the bottom. So when you would tap the bottom of your vita, it would bounce the character. So you're doing that, you're helping the character along by bouncing. Okay. And then there were even even more involved ways which I thought this was very clever. You would stick your you'd have to touch the the back screen and it would tear through the paper so you would see a finger and that was supposed to be your finger as if you tore into the world and were oh, involving okay. yourself so it was it was very yeah. innovative clever ways to involve you in the game in a way that I've never seen before and I felt like it did it much better than what contact did in a way that you just you really felt like you were involved so, I don't. Again, I don't know of any other games that have done this. And if anybody can think of a, a another uh, example of this, I would love to hear it. But if done right, yeah, I've never. I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, if done right, it, it's really good. Check that out. It's on PlayStation Four. Tearaway, Unfolded, I think is the version that's on the PlayStation Four. It's it's a excellent game. I would highly recommend it to anyone. Who wants something completely unique and fresh? It's just—it's a gorgeous game, gorgeous game. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, <clears throat> player involvement, I guess, is what you'd call it, to where you—you you are part of the game itself. You feel
1: like you're a character in it, right? Yeah. Right. I have been cast. Mm-hmm. I am the lead. Yeah. And I'm,
0: again, I'm sure there's another example of that, but I nothing comes to mind at the moment. Vaguely, probably
1: not that in depth. At least, like I, I think think like Stay kind of did that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You were the main character. Well, I mean, helping Quinn, who was mm-hmm. the main character, but was talking to you. Yeah, and that's... you were the person at the other end. Yeah, and
0: that's that's a great. Yeah, mm-hmm. that uh, why did not not think of Stay that I. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it's okay. It's
1: okay. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, that's that's the only other one, like, right now off the top of my head that, that comes to mind mm-hmm. that you are the the main character of this story.
0: Yeah. So what else you got? You got any others you can think of?
1: Well, not confident I was understanding it, but I the other one that I was coming up with was just, like, accessories. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like... Um, which is something that's gone back since all the way to Nintendo that I can think of with like the running pad Mm -hmm. or like the gun that you would buy, um, which was to make you want to probably buy those games because well, now you're in the game, right? You're Mm -hmm. running on the pad. You're doing the Olympics. When you jump, you're going over the hurdle or even nowadays with all these gun packs, especially for like VR. Yeah. Where you slide the controller into a makeshift looking like gun to play the game. Um, which I actually feel like in those instances can really enhance the feeling of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're doing a shooter and you've got, I'll just talk in PS4 VR terms, you know, you've got the two wands. It doesn't really feel like you're holding two guns. But once you slide it into that and you actually are holding like a physical gun, it does enhance the experience. Right, right. You know, so it is a lot of fun to uh, to bring that into the gameplay. But, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to spend a little bit more cash on those accessories. It's not like you get to buy the game and then, oh, here's the gun that goes with it. Right. You know, it's Mm. always something extra. Um, But I I feel like those kinds of accessories always seem to be kind of gimmicky to me. But I do enjoy how, especially at least in a VR standpoint, how it it really can enhance the experience. Yeah. uh, but like probably on Nintendo, we just, you know, always cheated and walked up to the screen with Duck Hunt, you know, so <laughs> it's not like, <laughs> but you could still play those games without it. Yeah, You could still play those games without it to, to what I could remember, um, or even just like using the camera in, as yourself as the controller mm. was another one, like accessories that you would buy uh, where it was supposed to like scan you and like how you move. Like Xbox was the first to do that, right? Project Nintendo. No wait, was it PlayStation that did the whatever? Xbox did it better with the Connect. Yeah. What was Project Natal? It started off as Project Natal and then became no idea Connect. Maybe or was that the PlayStation one? I can't remember. I don't now. feel Jesus PlayStation well, did whatever. Then so then it had to be Xbox because mm. I remember being completely creeped out by the whole idea when it was first announced. Right. I was like, so what? My gaming console is always watching me and listening to me. I don't know if I like that. Mm. <laughs> Like, I'm allowed to just say, hey, connect, turn on my TV. Right. Oh, turn on the game. Now I'm the controller. Yeah. Which I don't think worked out well. Eh, maybe not. <laughs> until until now. Yeah. Well, the Connect I know, is far superior to, to the PlayStation Eye. I. And I know a lot of Just Dance people who are like, I bought that just because it's so much better. Like, it does track a lot better than the PlayStation's one. Man. But uh, I don't know. I feel like that's... Yeah. A gimmicky type thing to try to sell this title and uh, also make more money off of you buying the accessories mm-hmm. for
0: it. Well, to actually piggyback off of what you're saying, I would actually agree with you as far as the gimmicks go with accessories. Because think about what you're you're selling there. There are a lot of games that are still playable today. Like, say, Super Mario Brothers. You could play that on just about any single console, any single platform and you're not going to miss a beat. But can you play Duck Hunt? Can you play Just Dance? Just pick up and play with a controller? No, because they require these extra peripherals. Yeah. That that was actually something that I touched on with some of these gimmicks is that the the 3DS, they built 3D games. So if the game is meant to be played in 3D so you can have this depth of field To see a secret Mm -hmm. or something like that, playing it on a 2D platform is going to be difficult. So you've limited the scope of this game beyond this this console you've designed it for. And that could Mm -hmm. even be said for the motion controls, which I understand that, but they're built around that console in such a way that I feel like, you know, it's timeless. I mean, the Wii is still selling... And it's popular with casual people, so you're going to hang on to that. But a 3DS, mm-hmm. there's so many other games that come with it. These games are just going to fall by the wayside and they're going to be forgotten. Same with when they would add, um, uh, like they have that little microphone and you're supposed to blow in the microphone to make something happen or to make the character oh, yeah. float away or something. That's a, I mean, you're limiting that potential for that game to be timeless because you've li- now limited it to this console only. And it's never going to go mm-hmm. beyond that because it needs yeah. this motion controller. It needs this this mechanic to work. Um, mm-hmm. I would almost say touchscreen, but I think touchscreen has become so prevalent in the zeitgeist with phones and everything like that that that's oh, actually. That, yeah. I mean, it, a lot of games are getting a second win because of that because they can go to yeah. you know the app stores or whatever and they can survive. But, yeah, mm-hmm. hardware like that, yeah, I would I would agree. It's, it's definitely a gimmicky thing, and it can either hurt or hinder a game's shelf life. Right. So, yeah, I'm with you. From
1: that perspective, I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. If you don't have those accessories anymore or it moves on to the next gen where it doesn't work anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it's no longer playable. Uh,
1: Yeah. What do I got? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So make it a feature, as they would say, I guess, and not uh, a mandatory thing. Like uh, in your menu, you know, turn on this controls or would you like to just play it with the regular controller?
0: Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. For sure. Got anything else? No. No?
1: I know. This one for some reason was hard because like I kept thinking of like stuff that didn't necessarily... Enhanced gameplay, like the Amiibos, for instance. Mm-hmm. That was one thing I, I had thought of. It's definitely gimmicky, but it, I don't know that it affects your gameplay, but it adds, I guess, characters maybe to your game or some sort of drop system yeah. or whatever. But that's like an outside of playing the game thing that they're just grabbing more money to make it look like it gets put into your game that you've already purchased.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a money. Nintendo. Uh, it's it's no different than loot boxes, if you will. I'm not saying. But you don't have to buy them. I understand that. It doesn't affect your gameplay. Right. But it's still, Both of them, yeah. still a, a way to get more money out of you for something okay. you don't need. Right. Um, I did want to touch on one other one because as I was doing this research, I found out about a game that I didn't know existed and a gimmick that they implemented. And this sounds terrible absolutely terrible and i'm i can understand why this never caught on i'm
1: wondering if what you're gonna say is coming to my mind right now but i'll i'll wait and see if it's the same thing
0: probably not so i'm eager to hear what you've okay. got but there was okay. a game called uh bulk tie i think that's what it's called bulk tie mm-hmm. called the sun is in your hand and this was a i think it was a nintendo or game boy advance game okay okay it essentially had a sunlight sensor in the game cartridge. And you had to play this game in the sunlight to charge your weapon within the game. And if you did not have sunlight to charge your weapon, you were screwed. <laughs> you could, What if you lived in Alaska? You could not... There was no way to play. You would not have a weapon to use because you need yeah. the sun to charge oh, your weapon. wow. So, and then not only that, but if you think about a Game Boy, especially the Game Boy Advances, I don't think they had mm-hmm. a very good um, screen, like brightness screen in the background or what do you call it? The the backlight. And yeah. so you're, you're having to play with a, a glare on your screen for that, on top of that. Yeah. So... That just seems like a very, very terrible <laughs> idea.
1: Yeah. Now, well, hmm.
0: I will say to a point, I can understand, hey, look, you're getting kids to go outside, but. Or stand by a window. Yeah, but still, it. <laughs> that's a terrible, terrible <laughs> idea. That's
1: probably what I would do. It just, like, I'm just going to go sit at this
0: window. I'm go stand you. in the sun. But that just yeah. seems like a very, very bad idea. And I'd never heard of that yeah. before. So. No. Okay. That I had not heard of. Hmm. So, bad idea. Bad idea. Bad idea. So, what, what was yours? What was yours that came to mind? Okay,
1: well, mine was just with the controls. Like, the game itself was just like, holy crap. And I think it actually got banned on certain things because of it. Have you ever heard of the game Manhunt? Yes. Okay. So, the the because I believe it did come out on Wii for a little bit. And it got backlash because you're basically a, a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on the actual um, plot of the game. But you would actually have to make the motions with the Wii controller to to stab people or or like you were actually hacking them up. Huh. And um so I believe I don't think the game was limited obviously to the Wii, like you could play it on other things, but when it when it was implemented in the Wii, which I think what what really threw me for a loop was because it was Nintendo, they don't usually go graphically You know, where it's just these butcher of a game, you know, Um, but I I remember kind of the backlash that you had to make the stabbing motion with the Wii controller like you were stabbing this individual to death or hacking them or doing whatever it was as you were killing the individual Mm -hmm. and it should make you feel really gross. Yeah, but i never played it to know. I just remember seeing a couple of videos about people doing it. And when it came to the Wii controls, like having to go through with the actual thing. And I was just like, Ooh, let's just go back to bowling. <laughs> well, if you, you know, like, like I have to actually stab people. I don't, it's a whole other level. I mean, if
0: you want to go that route, I will say that in uh no more heroes, you talk about some uh, <laughs> questionable things they make yeah. you do. You have. Oh yeah. Okay. So this it was definitely humor. We're in it now, people. We're in it now, people. But, now, people. but they, they did it in a humorous fashion, so you kind of are in the joke. But still, if you think about what you're doing, you're like, okay, I see what you're making me do. You play with the Wii controller. That's your uh, beam katana, which is essentially a lightsaber, mm-hmm. but they call it a beam katana. And you swing, swing, okay. swing. That's how you fight. Okay? But your uh-huh. beam katana is charged on batteries. And eventually, you see your (laughs) your battery meter, like it's all the way up here. And then the more you lose Uh it, it just starts to flop over, you know, in the corner. And you just see like this little sad thing, (laughs) all floppy. It's like, you need to charge me. So to charge Mm. your beam katana, Mm. you have to shake up and down, up and down, up and down as hard as you can. And then the character is sitting there holding it between his legs going, (laughs) (laughs) until you get it. And then it's back up, and then you oh, can use your beam katana train with again. with that
1: shake weight, baby. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there you go. That's that's a, was that's, a, that's a thing. Good good job, we. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't know that's one we needed a game for. Oh, Hello. but uh, <laughs> there you go. I know a way you can really feel in that video game.
0: Mm-hmm. But I do love that game. In fact, I kind of want to go play it right now. <laughs> Not there for that go. reason. It's just, <laughs> I love that game. I love that game.
1: I love the game. It's all good.
0: But yeah, that that's gaming gimmicks. Uh, that's all we could think yep. of. I'm sure that there are more out there that we just couldn't think about right now. But there are so many, and I would love to know what all of you think about game gimmicks. Is there a game gimmick that we didn't mention that you like, that you hate? Mm-hmm. What is a game gimmick? We we kind of Did went we all make over. make fun the... of one you really enjoy. Yeah. So let us know, let us know, because that is our show, and you can let us know all of that stuff on Twitter, at Super Mega Crash, or if you've got a lot to say, you can send us an email at supermegacrash@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram to view our weekly icon art, which I haven't done this week, but I'll get on it. Uh, support the show by pressing a like button, leaving reviews on your preferred platform, and even going to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions tell your friends to find us on the pencil and paper podcast network found on apple Podcasts, podbean spotify google play stitcher and even youtube.com slash thank you so much for listening i am stephen white i'm Lacy O'Finley. join us again next time super mega crash siblings but until then game on